Shabbos daf kufches was starting five lines from the bottom of Zion base. Amar Bamduri Amishmuo Hashiyad l'mei behemav. Someone sticks his hand into the womb of the behemav, a dildal ubush of meah, and he separates the ubush from the mother. Chayiv yuchayiv for Shabbos. My time. What's the reason? What are you over on? Amar Rava Bamduri Azbuli Bamduri explained to me. Lab Amar Rav Sheish didn't Rav Sheish say Hayman the Talish Kishusim Hizmi Vehigi that someone detaches hops from bushes which are not really attached to the ground, and therefore they're gaining the nourishment more from the bushes than. From the ground, mechayiv is still chayiv. Mishum oikadav megdulai. It's a tolda of kaitza because you're uprooting something from its place of growth. Hachanami mechayiv mishum oikadav megdulai. This would also be a tolda of kaitza. Now, there's machlekes in Rishayim. Some say it's actually a tolda of kaitza. It's your oikadav megdulai, and some say that the story over here was since the uba died, therefore yechayiv actually because of the tils of and just giving a raya the same idea of oikadav megdulai. Now, some Rishayim explained that over here the uba didn't. Actually, die and therefore there's no Nathil's Shaman, and therefore it has to be because of Kaitsa, Aikadab Migdulai. And some Rishonim, including Rashi, says that the Uba actually died, but even so, wouldn't be Chai because of Nathil's Shaman, since it's not an independent life. If the mother is the main life, and by killing the Uba, you can't be Chai for Nathil's Shaman, you have to be Chai only because of Kaitsa. The Gemara continues, If someone detaches mushrooms or fungus from the handle of a pitcher where it was growing also from the the water and from the moisture in the air, Mikhail Mishum Aikadar Migdulai. So Master of Aisha, Hatilish me atzisnaqab, we know if someone rips something off from a atzisnaqab that has a hole in a flower pot, Yachai because considered getting nourished from the ground. But Vishana Nakav, if it doesn't have a nakav, your pata. So over here, why Yachai for Aikadar Migdul in all these cases that we said before, and over there by Shaina Nakav your pata. My answer is Hasam Hain Lava Hain Ravisay. Hok Hain Ravisay. Depends if this is the normal way to grow over there, the Indarab's Riasham. The three cases that we had before, by the Uba Bimei Behema, and by the case of the hops, and the case of the mushrooms, all those cases, that's Ika Gedula, and therefore it's considered Ika Dabim Gedula. Gemara Kedit's Chayiv Aif. Our Mishnah said, Echayiv for Chavala by Echayiv and Aif. So Ravuna, Kaisen Filan Agabi Oshel Eftar, you'll let a right Filan on the hide of a kosher bird. Our Mishnah said, Mike Mashman, what's the Chiddush? This layer that's considered, their skin is considered like hide. Tanina, we learned in our Mishnah, Hachayub and Chayiv, and we know that the only way you can be is only if it's considered hard and therefore the wound doesn't go away. So I'm going to buy a that you write from Mishnah, it's considered hard, but since there are holes in it, maybe you can't use that because for tefillin, you have to see the tama, it has to be complete and you can't have any holes in the middle of the letters. And therefore, since there are holes that you have the feathers, follicles that make holes in the words, maybe that would be a problem. That that's not a problem. Why? Because I'm remember, like we say in the West and Eretz any hole that's so small that the the diay the, the ink goes and covers it up and there you can't see any hole that's not considered nekav. In addition, it's brought down that the pen or the quill that the cipher uses goes over such holes very easily and smoothly, and the quill doesn't get caught on any cracks. Masav Rabzeir, but Knafav, it says in the Passover, that it was burnt with its feathers, and we learn out, not only with its feathers, but L'Hachshis are. Even the bird's skin gets put on the Mizbeach. If the bird's skin is considered or it's considered hides, how can the Torah say you should put that on the Mizbeach if we know by the Behemoth, the or of an oilless Behemoth goes to the Kayanim? Here also, the or should go to the Kayanim. It is or. That's exactly the Chedish of the Torah, that the skins also gone on his back actually to show Hashivas to the unease carbon 
that it's kulay kolol and no pot goes to the kayin. Ikid amri armavzera afan anamifina bichnafal the rabbis has ar i amri bishleim aru if it's considered hide hide of itchul kolol bui eli amri lav aru if it's considered regular skin and it's not considered hide amai itchul kolol bui of course it goes on the mizbeach amri lebaya lo ilu meimulchol lav aru really it's not considered hide the itchul and it's still chiddush salkaday to chamin or kiven ispe pirti pirti moist you might think you don't put it on the mizbeach because it has a lot of holes in it therefore it might moist to the mizbeach kamash one that still goes. Are you allowed to write filling on the skins of a kosher fish? That if Elio comes to tell us, we'll know the answer. How can you say we're going to rely on Elio? So the Gemara says, We're not going to rely on him for the halacha, but it's more of a Matthias question. Is it considered R or not? We don't We know that's considered R. We know what the Mishnah says in Kalim. The bones of a fish and its skins. Although the actual fish becomes tame when it's in Oyelames, however, the Atsamais and the R are considered separate and apart from the actual fish and therefore considered a Chatzitza for Tumor because you know anything that does become tame, like Rashi says, but you Clearly, see from here that the R is considered separate and apart from the fish. Otherwise, it would be makabel tumor. Ella, the question we have for Elio is: When you go and physically go and tan such skins, does it take away the bad smell that fish have, or it doesn't take away the, the smell enough, and therefore it wouldn't be kosher for tefillin? That's one shot. Or some say that let's, that's still a question, just like we before that chazina. Let's check it out. What's the mitzvah? But the question is: If there's a spirit spiritual smell, like by the chet of the nachash, we said that nichlas by zayma, maybe that zayma that went into the animals was only by animals and not by fish, and that's the question we're going to ask Elio. The Gemara continues, Shmuel v'kana v'yosvei agudu nar malko, Shmuel and an amayur kana was sitting on the banks of the river called Malko, chazinu l'mayi dekadol v'achuri, they saw the mayim of the river that was rising up very high, and it was also churning like it was showing that it was bizarre. So amali Shmuel v'kana, Shmuel says to kana, gav rabba kosmim rabba, it must be that a great man was coming from from Eretz Yisrael because the water was coming from the direction of Eretz Yisrael to Babel and he had stomach problem and therefore the river covered of Rav which we'll see this was Rav that it lifted itself up and it was showing its sar that Rav was been sar that he had stomach pains in addition it was trying to make a mechitza like Rashi and when he was going to the bathroom that people shouldn't see that he was revealed or it was to clean Rav while he was going to the bathroom but but the point is that they said that that's why that he realized Rav was coming bubble. In any case, he says, Zil tole go and test him and smell his barrel. See if it's considered yayin, or if it already was hikmitz, it's like vinegar, and therefore it's not so choshev. The same thing, he, Shmuel was telling Kana, go test Rav, but kuim chachem hu im Rav. Go check if he's a tam chachem or not. So Azul Kana went, Ashkel Rav, he found Rav. How do you know that you're only allowed to write tefillin on the skins of a behemoth tire on a kosher animal and a chayot tire and a oif tire like we said before maybe a doctor also according to the Gemara that we just had but it has to be something that's written the tire has to be written on something that could go only on a species that is mutter to eat kind of asked the second question how do you know dam nida has to be read and Rash says we know the Mishnah says hey dam and tamein be'isha v'kulam mishin the marayim aduma they're all read avagav the shachat 
Hanabu, even though black is also written over there, that that's one of the Maris of Dam. Amrina and Shacha Edom, really black is really Edom, it's really red, El Shalaka, but it was hit in a way that it became dark. Shinema, by Yerumayim, that we know that it says, that they saw from far away to Mayim, and it looked red like Dam, so you see Dam has to be red. Karna asked a third question, how do you know Mila takes place on the Mokum Zachris? It says, It says, The three years of Paris that called Orla are lost. Just like over there, it's talking about something that's fruitful. It's going on a thing that makes a peri, which is the Makam Hamila, which helps someone improve Ru. Maybe it's talking about the heart of a person. So use the Lush of Orla, your heart. Maybe it's going on a person's ear. Ozdam Yemir uses the word Allah Benigail here. So Gemara says, Don't know, Allah Satan, Allah Satan. We use the Allah which is complete from the Allah which is complete. Both of these words explain Allah Sai and Allah Sai. So it's referring to a specific Allah. So we don't look at the Allah where it says, Arela Ozdam or Allah Slavakim. It doesn't say Allah Sai. Therefore, we don't learn from that word. So Rav realized that Karna came to test him. So he said, What's your name? He said, Karna, my name is Karna. That a horn should come out of your eye, and the Gemara actually says that at one point, Karna got cataracts, or some say that he actually had some sort of a pimple that was on his eye itself. Shmuel, who was a doctor, brought Rav to his house. He gave him barley bread, which is good for constipation. The Kosnasa also salted fish. And he gave him also to drink beer. But they don't show him where the basic kisa was. In order that Rav should get shilshul, and therefore he'll feel better. But Light Rav, Rav didn't realize that he was a doctor and he was trying to help him, and therefore he cursed him. That the person who's Mitzayami should not have any sons. And so it was that Shmuel actually only had two daughters. The Gemara continues. Like we said in the Gemara a moment ago from Rav, Rav Nasanayma or Rav Yenison says, You don't have to say the Pshat because it says, It's using terminology, which is extra. You see that's a place where it's nikr between the male and the female, which is the Isamakam, and that's why the meal we know is on Isamakam. You'll let it write Tulin on the skins of Behemotaira or on the hides of Chayatara and even on the skins of a Nabela Trefa, that's Kosha, Vinikrachus Pisarin, and they also tied up the Pashas are tied up with the hair of the Chayatara or Behemotaira. And the bottom of the Tulin are also sewed with the sinews of the Behemotaira and Chayatara. Of course, you can't write it on the Bela Trefa of a Behemo or Chayat Meo that's not kosher. One of the Baisusim asked the same Shiloh from Rabbi Shuha Garsi. 
something that's coming from a behemoth or a species of an animal that's muta to eat. He asked him back, You shouldn't be able to write on an available trefer even from a kosher animal because you can't eat on an available trefer. So I'm sure Hagasi responded to the Baisusi. There were two people that were supposed to be killed and executed by the king. One, the Melch himself executed. One, his executioner killed. It must be that the most Chashiv one was the one that was killed by the Melch. And the Nimshal was very perfect. That just like by the case over there, the one that the Melch killed is more Chashiv. Here also, on the veil of Trefer, it dies through natural causes from a Kodesh Baruch Hu is more Chashiv than the one had Shechitan. And therefore, of course, if you could use the skins of an animal that was Shachat, of course you could use the skins that were through Nebelu Trefe they died. So then you should be able to eat them also. On that he said, that's Xerus HaKosov. On that you can say you can eat. You're correct, like Rash says, you gave me a good time. The mission continues. Now we're dealing with the Malacha of Ma'abed, and this might be a Drabbonon of Ma'abed, with Nira, like you're making for the weekday because you're taking a lot of brine, which was made like a salt water, and you're using that when you're making it on Shabbos, that would be also Midrabbonon. We'll turn to Kufchas Amid Beis. Aval Oisu, who has Meir Melech, you're allowed to make salt water where it's a small amount, like we'll explain it tomorrow. But Tayo Ben Peter, you're allowed to dip your bread in it, and you can put it into your cooked food to make it taste better. Amid Beis, or Beis says, What's the difference between if it's a lot or a little? What is the Meir Melech that would be Mutter? Nice and Shemuel, you have to put oil in first, into the water, or into the salt, and this way it doesn't mix up as well, and that's why it would be mutter to do in that case. However, regular salt water would be also, it doesn't make a difference if it's a lot or a little, it would be also midrabbanon. And Rashi explains the reason why Rabbi you're pickling or preserving something that looks like ma'abid. However, when you put shem in it, Rashi says, it doesn't let the melech absorb well into the water. It's not going to be such strong salt water. What's the difference between hilmei and melech? They're both salt water. You make a lot of salt water. If you're just making it for your own purposes, for your pas, etc., or your tafshel, that you're allowed to make, but not for using to preserving something. And like we explained before, that would be looking like it's mechen l'choyl. Ibailu, Rabbiesi Lasa, Oilahate is Rabbiesi coming to say both are also or both are mutter. Armabuda Lahate must be he's coming to say that both are mutter. Midlaik Tani Rabbiesi Asa. Since Rabbiesi doesn't say it's Asa. Amli Rabba, that's not true. Hamid Tani Safe and the Savior says, Be'elu Hey Melachamutarin, Mikhlaud Rabbiesi Lasa. It must be Rabbiesi saying everything is Asa, except that if you eat Shemin, then it would be mutter. Elam Rabba, Lasa, Bechin Rabbiachan Lasa, Tani Namhochi. The Tanakama says, In Oisim Me Melach Rubin, Lossis will take a Kvashin, Shabtech Kistra. You now make a lot of salt water in order to put it into something that's being pickled on a shard of a kli. That's the standard they used to use in order to pickle something. You can make a difference between malachis if it's a lot of or a little. Of course, both are also, so it's exactly like we just said. 
Mayim or Melech Lechatrilo, like Rashi says, that if you put them all together, even if you eat Shemin afterwards, but B'Shosh and Oysim Mayim or Melech Yachad, who Nirukim Abed, at that point it's also because it's Nirukim Abed. The Gemara continues, Sarah Abudu Bachaviva, and Oysim May Melech Azim, I'll make a very strong salt water. My May Melech Azim, what's considered very strong salt water? Rav Rav Yisab Abba, Dami Tabayo, Kol Shabay Tzafaben, if an egg will be able to float in that salt water. How much is that? What's the ingredients? Trey Tilsi Milcha, if you have two thirds of salt, but Tilsi Mayan and a third water, the Maya Abdullah, what do you use it for? Amrab Avo, the Maraiso. You use it to make fish brine. V'tan Rabbi Yudu Bachaviva. Rabbi Yudu Bachaviva says another brisa. A milk and snow no beer b'shabes. You now have salt. Radish or an egg on Shabbos. Rab Chizkim Mishpei Rabayoma. Snoin also radishes also, but bebeyom mutaris. That would be mutar. Rab Nachum and Reisha Machana Pugla. Originally, I used to salt a radish. Amina Afsudikam Asidna Lei. I'm ruining it. I'm not get, making it better. I'm actually ruining it. Therefore, it's mutar. Dama Shmuel because Shmuel said Pugla Chofi Mali. When it's, it's, it's strongest, that it's good. But once you put salt in it, you weaken the flavor. Then it's actually making it bad, and therefore it should be mutar because it's not preserving the taste. But Kivin Shemana Lahad Chiyasulo. Since I heard that in the West, Ula said that they used to take a lot of radishes put together and make it um, with salt, and therefore I saw that that's the best way to eat it. Therefore, I wouldn't salt them together as a group, but if I had one piece of radish, I would dip it in salt in order to enhance its taste at the actual meal. If you have an esrig or radish or an egg, Without its outer shell, but its snoin and esrog, of course, we mean the outer peel, the bay. We're talking about the white of the egg that we eat. They would get stuck in our intestines. So the outer shell, the esrog, and the radish, and the white of the egg is what actually helps us digest them. Ravdima came from Eretz He said, "No one ever died in the yam of stein, which we know as the yam of melech." Just like stein was turned over, your words are also turned over. It doesn't make sense. A person doesn't drown, but Kashur Tava, but a beam would, would drown. Of course, a beam would float on the Yam Melech. That's exactly what he meant. Of course, a beam will float and not sink just like it doesn't sink in all waters of the world. But even a person that would generally could drown in the regular waters of the world, I mean, in the Yam Melech, they can't drown. What's Robin was going back of Next to the Amalek, Amalek said, Can I wash my face from these waters, which is good for a fool on Shabbos? Or is there an Issa of Shrika Sammanim of Xer because of Shrika Sammanim, just like any refuah? Amalek shopped on me, this doesn't look like a refuah, and therefore you're allowed to do it on Shabbos. Yes, what about closing and opening my eyes because this water is good for your eyes? And the way that they did it was they would open and close their eyes in order to get the most benefit. I'm not sure if that's allowed. I didn't hear anything about this specifically, but Shemati, I heard something similar. The Rabbi Zera, Rabbi Zera said, Sometimes Rabbi Zera said the name of Rabbi Sometimes he said the name of Rabbi And both Rabbi Master and Rabbi said in the name of Rabbi Shmuel Chanum once said, You now place Yayin into your eye on Shabbos. That's your fuwa. Agava Ayin Muta, but on top of your eye is Muta. And what's the difference between the two? Rashi says, It's Muchach you're doing for because you're opening and closing your eye and that would be also similar by the water of the Yom Melech you're not allowed to put it on your eye or in your eye if you're going to open and close your eye however says the army people will say you're only doing it in order to wash your face but it's nothing to do with the Chad Amar Ida Avud Shmuel Levi said Roy Tapel Afil Agabe Ayin Asa 
washing your face with your spit from early in the morning, that would be us, even on top of your eye. It's very strong, that spit, and it has healing power. And therefore, people used to use it to rub on the face. Rashi says also, that's a spit that you have in your mouth that you didn't taste anything since you got up in the morning. The Gemara continues, we just had two members, one from Avudah and one from Levi, to stay in that must be that Avud Shmuel was the one who said that since Shmuel himself said the son of Avud Shmuel Show your Adam Peter Biyayim Bnei Sal Gabi Ayim Shabbos. They let us soak your pass in wine and then place it on your Ayim Shabbos. The Shmuelim man, where did he hear that? La the Shmuelim Avu. He must have heard it from his father, and therefore that member from, came from Avud Shmuel. Vil Tamech, according to what you're saying, we know Hadam Shmuel Roy Tapel. I feel Gabi Ayin Asa. Shmuel himself said this lashon of Roy Tapel. I feel Gabi Ayin Asa. The Shmuelim man, who did he hear from? Ilay the Shmuelim Avu. El Levi Vloy Chadama. It comes out Levi didn't say any members. We just said that one was Avud Shmuel, one was Levi. El Chad Shmuelim Avu. We don't know which one he heard from his father, Abu and which one he heard from Levi. A person could soak this paste for an eye remedy in water on Erev Shabbos and then put it on on Shabbos as no problem because of Rafur. Rashi says, For himself, since he has to soak it on Erev Shabbos, there's a hacker and he realizes it's not a problem. But like Lamik, there's no problem of Shrikis Ramadim. New, but someone that sees him suffering, people will think it's Yayin, and therefore they won't have any idea that you're doing on Fu and Shabbos, and there's no Issa. But there's a story that Balavoy have a Kaikamid Makfa, Balavoy was in front of Makfa, Chazir Makfa saw that he was opening and closing his eyes using this paste for an eye remedy. That even though I was the one who told you that you allowed to do this as Shmuel was mattered, but such an amount that you're opening and closing your eyes, that's nearer Kirfua, and for sure Shmuel wasn't mattered that. So Rabbiani said to Ma'ukfa, send me this potion that you said is so good and you're allowed to use on Shabbos, that Shmuel said, he sent back to him, I'm going to send you this paste, but you should know that I'm doing it only that you shouldn't say I'm cheap and I don't want to send you a gift. But you don't need me because it's not really such a good potion. Because even better to put cold water on your eyes on in the morning, and to wash your hands and feet in hot water Avis, better than any paste or salve from the entire world. And therefore it's not such a great thing, I don't have to really send it to. Just use regular plain water. Mine would say as well, before you wash your hands in the morning, don't put your hands next to your eye. To cut this, otherwise you should cut it off your hand. Better to cut off your hand than to touch your eye because you have problems. The same thing, the same thing with your nose, the same thing with your mouth, the same thing for your ear, also if you have a hole from a puncture of Hakazah's dam where they let blood and there was a hole, also don't touch it before you do the dam, that's a danger. You should also not touch your isomakam or lepitabas. Also, you shouldn't cut touch before you wash nagabas. So that's one shot. Rashi on the last two seems to say, That's going more of a sanitary thing that even after you do nagabas, it's the middle of the day, don't touch your isomakam or pitabas because then you get dirty, you put it to eyes, it could be dangerous. A third shot that Rashi brings down on Kuftesim and Aleph is that you shouldn't touch your amo, your isomakam, because maybe you'll be come to a state of Kishuri, and that's also, in addition, you shouldn't touch Peter Bas because it will 
cause you to have hemorrhoids. The Gemara continues on Kuftesam and Aleph. Yalagigas Tikatsis. Also, you shouldn't touch a barrel of wine or beer before you wash Nengavasa because, again, it'll cause problems if you drink that wine or beer afterwards. Yad Misami, by touching your eyes, it could blind you. Yad Machreshes, it could make you deaf. Yad Bailapalipas, if you touch your nose or your mouth with your hand before you wash Nengavasa, it'll make you have bad breath or having a bad smell from your nose, and we'll stop over here.